0: Joe Smith, you won the giveaway from last week. Congratulations. Let's chat some trending comic books. I got my 12 sided die,
1: I got my kitty pride. And Nightcrawler 2, but not exactly. Number 10 on the list, Kitty Pride and Wolverine. Number 1, a $5 average sale and $140 for a CGC 9.8. What an interesting book. Why is this on the list, Tom?
0: Well, this is her first solo series, Comic Fam. Slap the like. Hit the subscribe button. We got a giveaway on deck. And it's because this is the first appearance of Ogun, who is a... Ninja sorcerer known for training Wolverine R. Logan in the samurai ways. Why are we talking about this this week?
1: Excitement is at an all-time high right now for the new animated Hulu series, Hit Monkey, And in the brand new trailer, we get to see an Oni mask, which some people are speculating may very well be Ogan.
0: Now, seeing the mask doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be this character, and it's very brief. I mean, we for sure see Lady Bullseye. We for sure see Fat Cobra. But this particular character has been featured in comic books in the last year by Peach Momoko in Demon Days. She gender swapped the character and it's more about the mask than the person behind it. This could be anybody.
1: It could be Ogan, It could be anyone else. There's lots of possibilities for this mask, but 340% increase in copies sold. And this is from a six issue set that is really tough to sell outside of those six issues. So the odds of you finding the single issues in dollar bins and two dollar bins probably pretty great.
0: The narrative of this show seems to be Hitmonkey going after individuals who deserve to die. Seems like he has like this Batman rule of who he decides to go after and who he doesn't. Considering that these are killers that we're talking about, they may be short lived on the screen. If members are buying this for Logan spec, considering this is on Hulu, I do not see that playing out. But. What's this at the list at number nine? Another monkey? Yes, we're talking about DC Festival of Heroes, Asian Superhero Celebration, number one, the one in 25
1: variant. $40 average sale, $55 high raw sale for this book that came out back in May. Now, why are we talking about it and why is there a 967% increase this week? Well, DC Fandom announced that there is a Monkey Prince mini-series. Actually, it's a maxi-series. 12 issues that'll be starting in February of next year, just in time for the Lunar New Year. We also saw a digital copy of Monkey Prince number zero, which gives a little bit of his backstory and how badass his dad is. DC
0: Fandom brought 66 million viewers this past week, three times more than last year. Hot damn. Wow. Monkey Prince, the hype is real. We got to see an issue zero. Monkey King, his father, demonstrate his power, beating Darkseid, saving his family, and setting up the stage for this 12-issue series. We're going to see Darkseid likely come in and cause a ruckus and demonstrating how much more powerful the Monkey Prince will become.
1: Now, keep in mind, Monkey King has been a mythological thing in Chinese lore for years and years and years. And even now, we have Lego sets. We had Dragon Ball Z that's kind of loosely based on Monkey King. There's even a Monkey King series coming out next year from Netflix that has nothing to do with the DC Monkey Prince. I am very excited to see them take a basically new character and give him their own backstory. I think this 12-issue maxi-series is going to be a fun one.
0: Let's discuss some Frank Miller goodness at the list at number eight, Batman 405, part two of the year one story by Frank Miller. We have Batman, the Dark Knight, in his first year under the cowl. We have Jim Gordon being notified about someone dressed as a bat fighting crime between the hours of 12am and 4am every single night causing a ruckus on the streets of Gotham.
1: $12 average sales $225 high sale for a CGC 9.8 back in September but even now we're seeing $215 sales solidly for a 9.8. Now so many people talk about Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns as being one of the best Batman stories ever but don't sleep on year one. This Mailer David Macazelli masterpiece is one of the most fantastic pieces. It's great. It explores a different backstory, and it's awesome to see this on the list. Now, why are we talking about it? It's because it's the first appearance of Carmine Falcone and the first appearance of Officer Stanley Merkel, who are both supposed to be in the new Batman.
0: A 250% increase in copies sold after DC fandom debuting the next trailer for the upcoming Batman movie slated for October 1st release, and we get to see Selena Kyle, we get to see Zoe Kravitz, as well as an unrecognizable Colin Farrell portraying Oswald Cobblepot, the Penguin. This is being described as a near three hour long detective noir, and I am so hyped for it
1: make it eight hours I will sit through all of it I'm so excited for anything new and Batman this is also the first appearance of Sarah Essen. you have to keep in mind that while so many people put Dark Knight Returns up on a pedestal that's basically an Elseworlds story it's not DC canon whereas when Frank Miller took these characters and actually introduced them in year one when we started talking about Merkel, when we started talking about Carmine Falcone these became actual canon and that's why we had these stories that people have been able to play off of for the last 35, 40 years. All
0: right, comic fan, we've been doing this show for over three years straight and your boy hasn't skipped a beat every single week, rain or shine, sickness and in health. I'm basically marrying each and every one of you. I do. And if you like what we do, you can support it by joining Our comic subscription service where we get an excuse to send you comics every single month. One per box. The November mystery mail call open for enrollment. ComicTom101.com or the link is in the description. Secure. Two exclusives this month. One per box. Guaranteed. Venom number one. Ry Grissetti. People are saying that this is the best Venom cover that they've ever seen. Now, this is my exclusive, so I won't be that bold to say something like that. However...
1: I agree. And in case this venom wasn't enough, we have the House of Slaughter number one, Go variant. And you know, this is a fire book as well. We're just killing it every single month. You have to support it. Link down below. And
0: what's this? Not even death can stop the spec on this potentially underrated, undervalued book that may spike, that the comic fam may be able to get on the cheap. We're talking at the list of number seven, Jungle Action number seven. Breathe, Tom, breathe.
1: So, $25 average sales and $185 for a CGC 9.6. This is the second appearance of Eric Killmonger. Now, he may be dead, but he may not be dead for long. This is also
0: the first appearance of Venom... Maybe the Eminem was actually talking about this particular character. (laughs) But the serpent-wielding ally to Killmonger, who actually appears in a preview at the end of Jungle Action issue number 6, which is Killmonger's first full appearance. But here's the thing to consider. Killmonger gets resurrected in, what is it, Iron Man Annual 5? Yep. So it's in his character development that he comes back from the dead. Will we see a reprisal by Michael B. Jordan? Is he going to take a break from the static work that he's doing? We'll get to it. I think that this is a great potential because a second appearance that's going for $25 average sales and a 9-6 under 200 hitting $185. dollars will see major upticks just like that Iron Man annual five, I suspect, because Michael B. Jordan is too much of an A-lister to just let go, to stop Using especially when this franchise is in desperate need of talent.
1: And Tom, I don't think you're alone in that thought because it's a four fifty percent increase in copies sold over last week. Also bear in mind that nine sixes and nine fours have been found for as little as hundred dollars with a nine two selling for forty. There aren't that many of this book on the census, and 9-4 seems to be the most prevalent number with only 32 copies graded.
0: This comic was featured on a category every single member needs to be following on Key Collector Comics, the best application to learn about comic books. We have Key Collector Comics available for both Androids and iPhones. Nick's Picks is a category that's curated by the creator of the app himself, putting in his opinions based off of what he's seeing in the market. I don't think anyone's watching this market as closely as that gentleman is. And this is your opportunity to see kind of a peek behind the curtain to see what's going on in his noggin. And I love this spec.
1: Now, while Nick's picks is one of the free categories on the Key Collector app, you really need to unlock its full potential by using code TOM101 for two free weeks. I use this every single week and it goes so in-depth. You got to get the app.
0: Support what we do, and let's chat at the list at number six, Captain Marvel 27. Is it because this is the second appearance of Drax the Destroyer? Is it because this is the third appearance of Thanos? Or is it because of the first full appearance of his brother, Eros? Well, considering that the cameo appearance in Iron Man 55 definitely shows this character by name, it's in this issue where we see him spotlighted and
1: where it gets crowned the key appearance. $125 average sale, $680 sale back in September for CGC 9.6, but this book went One Direction up. 1,567% increase on news that Harry Styles, member of One Direction and all-around dapper dude, is going to be playing Eros in the new Eternals movie. The senior writer
0: of Variety tweeted this this week. Big reveal from the Eternals premiere. Harry Styles has joined the MCU as Eros. Brother of Thanos. Now, Eros isn't really liked all that much in the comic community. His narratives are kind of harsh. He's not the best type of person, especially considering that he is later a member of the Avengers, but not at this point. We'll get to it. Hit the subscribe button. But he's used largely as comedic relief. He's kind of the opposite of Thanos. And eh, somebody describe him as a ladies' man. I don't know. I think he would think himself as that. I would describe him more as the Austin Powers of the MCU. Now, Harry Styles being attached to this, I think we're going to get a more mature and probably better suited version than what we got in the comics. I digress because it has spiked this comic up for this hopeless romantic.
1: The comic fam has been busy, Tom. We're getting tags left and right this last week. So many great people. We're going to shout out a few of you right now.
0: If you got one of the books we chat about, we want to see them over on Instagram. Tag us at Comic Tom 101. And Russ over at Mill Geek Comics. Rickverse and 123 Ready Comics both knows what lurks behind the
1: beehive. We've got Average Will with his son showing off him. Thor number 165.
0: Same with Illusionary Comics showing off his high-grade copy at 857 signed by Stan the Man Lee, IG master collector and comic showing off his letter 44 Charles Soul goodness that's signed
1: Comic Variants Authority showing off a Youngblood number two. And my favorite Todd McFarlane cover, ASM. Wait a second, Eric Larson cover, ASM346 by My Comic Book Journey.
0: Now members are finding stuff in dollar bins. Keep up the hunt. Well done to She Geek78, showing off her brightest day number one, the second Aqualad.
1: And we've also got Hoodwood Comics showing off his vigilante number one, which didn't make the 10, but it made the larger list of trending 20 that you need to check out on. On key collector comics every thursday
0: that's right hoodwood comics was ahead of the curve because this vigilante made the trending 20 this week there are 10 other books that the comic fam needs to keep up on because we only be covering 10 of them and next at the list we're talking number five rogue number one her first solo series
1: average sales. Wow.
0: That's crazy, man. This is like a $70, 9.8 book now, 525% increase in copies sold. Featured on Bry's Comics on YouTube, pointing out solo series, particularly first solo series for characters in the mutant lineage prime for speculation. Like we're talking about getting way ahead of the curve, but if you can get these for under 10 bucks, largely dollar bins,
1: I think that this is great
0: potential if they're in high grade.
1: A 525% increase in copies sold, and this is a foil cover. It is actually fairly condition-sensitive. Released around the same time, we also have a Bishop miniseries and a Gambit miniseries, which both happen to be their first miniseries. Now, earlier in the list, we were talking about Kitty Pride and Wolverine, and I said Nightcrawler. There is a Nightcrawler four-issue miniseries that actually came out in 1985-1986 that is his first solo miniseries. These are the type of things where you have a popular X-Men character They finally give them a solo series, and it has gotten almost no love from the comic fam for years. Well, it may be just about time.
0: When we consider the first appearance of some of these characters, let's just take a look at Rogues and Avengers Annual number 10. A 9.8 of that book hit $1,450 this month, and it's been selling that aggressively for months because of the mutant spec being real. If you can't get that first appearance, next bet is the first solo appearance. And side note, that Avengers angle is Tom McFarlane's favorite comic book
1: from Marvel. Speaking of McFarlane, number four on the list, Philadelphia, number 12, the Todd McFarlane variant. $35 average sales and $110 CDC 9.8 for this low print run book. Now, Nick's Picks mentioned this book because it kind of falls into this McFarlane category of people who are collectors who buy them and want them. And something that's not a spawn book or a McFarlane property, you're going to see a little bit more demand for it because he doesn't do it that often.
0: Well said, Russ. And considering the fact that when this comic debuted, we saw it listed as like the 200th most ordered comic book that month. It was ordered less than like Betty page and comics that don't traditionally have a very high demand, but solid fandom. This comic book was actually a dollar more the variant because it had six extra pages. Now, although it's a McFarlane cover, That's great. People order it. But that one extra dollar on an independent run that no one knew at that point, because remind you, although this is option, we didn't get that news until 2020, well after the debut of this comic stores order these kind of things less.
1: Now, it may seem that a 2,300% increase in copies sold this week is a ridiculous spike, but it's just that someone pointed out that, hey, here's a McFarlane cover that you don't have. There are so many great cases of McFarlane books that are technically dollar bin books that all of a sudden someone goes, oh, Marvel Tales number 346 is a McFarlane cover. Now it's selling for 20 bucks.
0: We also pointed out Cohen in 241 a couple months ago on the live show at Fire Guy Ryan. And the thing that surprised members most was us showing high grade copies selling for under $10, but then the very few 98 copies going for over 500. There was a 9.8 graded copy that sold for $935 of that Conan book as of October 11th. Now, because of Conan's spec, absolutely, but this is not a key book. McFarlane covers matter, and when you can snag a 9.8 for an independent run that is optioned for under 100, the book's gonna move quick,
1: and it did. Number three on the list, World War Hulk number one. We are seeing $15 average sales and a $60 high raw sale for an unconfirmed leak So please tread lightly with all of this information we're about to give you that World War Hulk is going to be in production at least in name because the events that happen in World War Hulk actually happen after Planet Hulk, which is kind of what the plot of Thor Ragnarok was. So how are they going to tie all of this in?
0: For years, Mark Ruffalo and Marvel has blamed Universal for for not being able to produce an actual Hulk movie since the OG one that has basically been scrubbed from the MCU as a failed attempt. This narrative is said to be continued from She-Hulk, and I find it very unlikely that they're going to get as cosmic as this comic book goes. This comic is as Weird as comic books can get. The Hulk going through space, blaming other heroes for the destruction of a planet that held his wife and unborn child. Like he's seeking revenge. He's going crazy. And it becomes one of the most powerful Hulks that we've ever experienced. It just seems unlikely that a show that's being described as a half hour legal comedy, which is She-Hulk, is going to tie to this epic tragedy of a comic story.
1: If that is the case, we're most likely just going to see World War Hulk in name only. And we've seen this happen before with the Avengers Assemble issue or Venom Lethal Protector. But the fact that they're not going to use a whole lot of the plot from the inside of this means it's maybe not a long-term spec. But people are disagreeing. 686% increase in copies sold this week, and only time will tell where we're going with this one.
0: And next at the list at number two, courtesy of DC fandom, Milestone Fans Rejoice. We have Blood Syndicate coming back at the list at number two, Blood Syndicate issue number one, $5 average sales and high sales in September of a CGC 9.8 hitting $139. 1,633%
1: increase, and that's a lot considering we've been talking about Static and we've been talking about some of these other milestone characters. We know that DC released a new Static comic. We know that there's a new Hardware and Icon comic. It's interesting to me that it took so long for people to catch on to the Blood Syndicate and that they're probably doing something with it.
0: This is one of those books that you should have been specking on. It's affordable. It's beloved. It's a 33-issue series created by the milestone
1: legendary team of creators. Dennis Cowan is still working on new hardware, icon, and static books. And this is just such a low risk, low entry level, $5 average sales is what we're saying. I mean, this is the type of thing that people should have been picking up when we knew there was going to be more happening with this universe.
0: DC Fandom also confirmed by Dennis Cohen that Randy McKinnon is currently working on a script for Static Shock, a feature film in production with Warner Brothers and Michael B. Jordan. We are going to see some characters from the Dakota and is not going to stop at static.
1: Number one on the list is very possibly one of the biggest dollar bin books that you can find in the wild.
0: Hit the subscribe, slap the like button. Let me know what you think about this video. I want you to win it in Hickley, Wolverine. Number one, Milky Comics, Comic Tom exclusive and number one on the list. We're talking about Avengers 232, $40 average sales, a CGC 9.8 hitting. Wait for it nine hundred and fifty dollars this week
1: this is such a crazy book again harry Styles spike in this book because this is when starfox also known as eros joins the avengers and every time i hear the word starfox i'm always thinking about starfox 64 i'm a big video game guy that's what i want to think about but all of a sudden no here's a comic guy that i need to care about
0: he actually gets named starfox by wasp In the Avengers onboarding in this issue. So it's a definite minor key. And if you can't get his first appearance, this is definitely one that you can find on The Hunt, as you mentioned. And considering that James Gunn has said that he is essentially leaving the Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy as is, once he puts out this movie, he's not going to be writing these characters again, or at least in the same way that he once did. We are going to be seeing a new list of big personalities, cosmic characters likely to hit the screen, and I think Star Fox just became one of them.
1: So we know that we're in a transition between phases right now, and there's already a lot of information, and we've seen some of these characters, and we're talking about potentially seeing more characters like Howard the Duck, Pip the Troll, Quasar, Moondragon, Phyla Vale, and Nova. I mean, this is an interesting, interesting time in the MCU, and a great opportunity for them to introduce some characters that are lesser known.
0: A 2,000% increase in copies sold since the information dropping this week, comic fam! As
1: always, geek responsibly.
0: Enough said Holy smokes for us. What Not Wednesday
1: was lit. It absolutely was, Tom. Thank you, everyone of the comic fam, for coming out and joining us last Wednesday. And keep in mind that every single Wednesday, we have a loaded slate of comic book sellers with $1 start auctions on the Whatnot app. You got to get the app. You got to follow all of the sellers so you can get in on the hype.
0: I never thought 60-second auctions would be so damn fun. We had Nerdy Girl comics. We had Skeleton Key, Sammy and Tony joining Comic Pops, my Faja, Russ, you were there. I was there. The Golden Age Guru, the powerful Rage Theo. Seven hours straight of solid comic book goodness. Comic fam, hit the link in the description. Follow us on Whatnot and take a look at these two other videos. Todd McFarlane was back on the podcast, and it's right there for you to enjoy. Hot 10 with Jem Mint from Jem Mint Collectibles. It's your
1: boy Jem Mint.
0: The Hot 10 comics defining this generation of collectors. You got to stay up on the market and have a great week.